Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning, hey y'all. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. That song has been in my spirit all morning. I'm listening to different versions of it. That was CC1 and the next version is Blessed Assurance. That's Elevation Worship. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, come on in. Get in. Let's get in. Let's get started. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, hey, Meredith. Good morning, first timer. Y'all welcome Meredith in. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? We're getting started. You can view us live in three different ways. You can view us live on Instagram. You can view us live on Facebook. And you can also view us live on our website at LakeishaMJohnson.com. We have a newcomer, Meredith. Y'all welcome Meredith in. Um, So we stream live in three different ways. Uh, We welcome you to worship with us this morning. This is a live, interactive, devotional, and we share the Word of God, and uh, we are family, and we are a community of believers who are just growing in grace and growing in the things of God, and I just get the, the honor and the privilege to be able to share in this with you, um, just the vessel for this moment in this season, and I'm grateful. So do me a favor, um, share the video, drop it, put it in someone's DM um, today. Hey, don't forget for those of you who want to this morning, we're going to take communion together. We talked about that yesterday. I know a lot of us are outside of what we normally do at church and we can take communion. You can actually take communion anytime you feel like it. Uh, Most of us have just been caught up in some things traditional, thinking that we can only take communion at church and with the pastor. But we can take communion absolutely anytime we want to take communion. That's what the word says. I'm going to give you the scripture that backs that up. And so don't forget, you can you you don't have to have wine. You don't have to have grape juice. You can just go get you something that represents the blood of Jesus Christ. And you can grab you a cracker or a piece of bread that represents the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you still got time. I'm not going to start anything without you. Go run and go get your communion elements. And we'll take communion together in just a few minutes. So I welcome you. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I love y'all so much. I'm so grateful. We're just going to rest in the word this morning. Um, I used to love to hear my grandmother them sing this. Yeah. Good morning. So go ahead. Get your communion. If you just logging on, go get your communion elements. If you don't want to take communion, it's fine. You don't have to. But we're going to take communion together this morning. Praising my Savior all the day. Yeah, hey, my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed assurance, blessed assurance. That's what was in my spirit this morning. My God, I thank you, Lord. Welcome, 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 welcome. We're going to get started in a few minutes. I see y'all getting logged on. Don't forget, we're going to take communion. And if you don't want to take communion with us, you want to take it after us, you can take communion after us. And we're going to worship God, and we're going to worship Him in the Word. 
and we're going to bless his holy name, and we're going to lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Holy is he. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Father God, for strengthening us, for equipping us, 
for loving us, for your preciousness, for your power, for your strength, for your glory, for your grace, for waking us up, for new beginnings. Lord God, we love you so much and we thank you for Jesus. We thank you. You are a risen Savior. We thank you. We thank you, Lord God. We bless you. That's a blessed assurance. You can count on that. You can count on that. That is blessed assurance. Blessed assurance. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. Praise just, my God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. I'm not going to even use a whole lot of words today. I told you yesterday that we would take communion together and uh, we're going to take communion together this morning. And so if you are new to the devotional or you don't understand that you don't have to take communion in church, that you can take communion whenever you feel like it, like whenever you feel like it. And I'm going to read the scripture to you today. So we're going to take communion together. I'm going to lead you in communion. If you don't want to take communion on the devotional, that's fine. You can take it when we shut down. But there is significance in taking communion. And so I have my communion elements. And some of y'all might be like, well, I don't have, you know, all the pieces. Just go get you a cracker, a piece of bread. Just something that represents. And we're going to talk about the Lord's Supper. I'm going to read to you 1 Corinthians. And then we're going to pray today. We're going to stand in the gap for healthy lungs. And I want to pray for all my moms who are also having to take on new tasks of homeschooling your kids or just dealing with this, especially for those of you that are single moms. Being a single mom um, in this season right here is not necessarily um, easy um, for our single mothers, right? Um, especially those of you who still work or even those of you that are having to work from home and school your kids, um, extra groceries and all of those other things. I was in the cabinet going, where, where did all the food go that I bought? Like, where did all the food go that I had bought? Like, why am I having to go to, why do I got to go to the grocery store? What have we been doing in here? And we don't even eat a lot. So I just cannot imagine. So I want to lift up my moms, especially my single moms. Um, today, we don't choose often to be single. Situations happen and we don't necessarily say, oh, I want to be a single mom. Nobody wakes up one morning and says, oh, I want to be a single mom. Things happen and um, you need God's grace in this season. You need God's grace to be able to balance it all. So for those of you that are just logging on, we're getting ready to take communion together as a community. We are a community, a body of believers. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, a.k.a. LMJ. Uh, this is our daily devotional. If you are new to the devotional, we are so happy to have you today. Um, this is just a very unique family. And so we are going to pray this morning. We got some special prayers that we're going to do. We're going to pray for lungs, healthy lungs this morning. We're going to pray for spangled moms. We're going to take communion. So let me um, let me give you the, the scripture to back up communion today. We'll take our communion elements. And so this is 1 Corinthians, and I am reading to you from the 23rd verse. And um, so Paul is speaking here. It says, for I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself on the night when he was betrayed. The Lord Jesus took some bread and he gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this to remember 
me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after the saint, after saying this cup is the new covenant between God and his people An agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this to remember me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For if you eat the bread and drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. This is why many of you are weak and some have even died. But if we would examine ourselves, we would not be judged by God in this way. Yet when we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be condemned along with the world. So my dear brothers and sisters, when you gather for the Lord's Supper, wait for each other, right? When we meet together, um, we're to wait for each other. And so taking communion is just a wonderful reminder and declaration of our covenant. That's why I said we can do this with open arms. This is just declaration of our covenant with God through the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. And so when we turn ourselves towards communion, we're turning ourselves towards the Father and we're taking communion with a pure heart and we're making a declaration before heaven and earth that we belong to God, that we belong to Jesus. And so we're showing that to the whole world every time we take um, communion in remembrance of Jesus. And we're also opening our hearts to the deeper things of God. And we're opening and inviting God in to search our hearts and minds and to do a work in our lives. And so taking communion should be a delightful habit in your life. You do not have to wait to take communion just on Sundays. You do not. The word says you can do this and, and often in um, remembrance of me, and you don't have to have all the right elements. I've taken a piece of bread and water before just to take communion. Jesus died for you. He is coming back for you. And this is just the significance. And you got to consider his gift of salvation for you. You got to understand that this is his gift of salvation. And so if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is the perfect time for you to do it. Before we take communion, you can go run and get your communion elements. Um, you do not have to wait on a person. You do not. You can go do that right now. Um, Jesus died for every sin that you've had. He died for every sin that you had. And if you're looking for an answer in this season and you are lacking hope, then this is your hope today. Your hope it becomes in Christ Jesus. Jesus is so real. And I, I tell you all the time, I can testify that he's real because the way that I am now, I would not be without Jesus. I would not be this kind. I would not be this loving. I would not be this compassionate if I did not have Jesus. Um, I would not have purpose if I did not have Jesus. I was on a destruction, a path to hell. I was just in this place. And then Jesus came into my life and he came into my heart and the Holy Spirit began to do a greater work in me. And so I want to extend the opportunity for you to see, receive Jesus Christ. Christ is your Lord and Savior right now that you just make a decision. You know what? I'm tired. I'm done being a sinner. Lord Jesus, I need you to save me from my sins that you believe that he died on the cross and that you just restore your hope in him. I believe you died on the cross that your blood was shed for me. 
And I need your forgiveness and you take his forgiveness today. And as you take his forgiveness today, that you receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is going to do a greater work in you. And just confess with his, your mouth, I need you to be Lord and Savior in my life in Jesus name. So this is something that I read when I take communion. This is Isaiah 53. And I'm going to start at... Um, I'm going to start at the third verse. Verse It says, he was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with the deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion. He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. And all of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. And I just ask that you judge yourself, that you just close your eyes, that you just ask God for forgiveness, that you ask God to show you any places in your heart that have been sinful and you just sit and you ask God to restore you and you just worship God on your own just for a second. Father God, I thank you for your people today, Lord God. Search the deep things of our heart, Lord God, so that we may not sin against you and not sin against others. Lord God, please forgive us for our sins. If there are sins that we've committed against you or anyone else, Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus, we just ask you to forgive us. Show us anything in our life that may not line up with you, Lord God, so that we may confess it. If it's pride, if it's lust, if it's fear, if it's doubt, if it's worry, if it's contention, if it's sexual immorality, whatever in our life that does not line up with your word, Lord God, show it to us right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you, Jesus Christ, for the body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You can take this in remembrance of his body that was broken, that was beaten. And the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you would just take this time and just worship him. Father God, we thank you for dying on the cross for all of our sins. We thank you for being bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace and by your stripes, Lord God. We receive healing for our spirit. We receive healing for our soul and we receive healing for our body. And we are reminded that we are reunited with you today in Jesus Christ, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I wanna read another scripture over you this morning. This is Isaiah 61 and um, we have just been through so much. I'm going to read the first five verses over you this morning. It says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be free. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give us a crown of beauty for ashes, 
a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. They will receive them, revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. Foreigners will be your servants. They will feed your flock and plow your fields and tend your vineyards. And so if you need a new garment today, and I'm not talking about a physical garment, I'm talking about what is covering your mind, your will, and your emotions. If you are clothed with despair, disappointment, and heaviness, if you've been in a hurtful situation, then receive your new garment of praise today. Receive renewing today in the word of God. Every time we are in the word of God, it is renewing our mind and it's not supposed to be heavy, overwhelming, and consuming. And so we have to renew um, the word of God today. We have to renew ourselves. We need to let the word do the greater work in you. You don't have to do the word yourself. The word comes and does the greater work in you. So just receive that today. Receive the word doing the greater work in you. Ready to take our medicine. We're taking Psalms 91 like medicine. We take that as a family every morning. Um, so let's take our Psalms 91 as medicine. Get your Bibles. If you don't have a Bible, I need to compel you to give a, get, get you a Bible. Um, I love all my devices, but it ain't nothing like my sword in my hand. Like it's nothing like my sword in my hand. So we're going to take communion we just took communion. We're going to take Psalms 91. Today, we're taking it for our family. We're taking it for our city, our state, our nation, our world. We're taking it for our the United States of America. We're asking that the East wind judge coronavirus and the West wind blow in our favor. God told us we had the ability to trample on serpents and demons and scorpions, that we have the authority to speak to a thing, that whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever we loose on earth. He told us we would overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. That's what he said. He also told us he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of sound mind, a well-balanced mind. Fear does not come from God. So we definitely uh, need, we definitely, oh, she said they give away Bibles at the restore. For those of you that are not local, because there are many people that are not local, um, just, we can, we got some resources. If you can't afford a Bible, inbox me, email me, we'll get you a Bible. Um, so let's take it. I'm reading Psalms 91. I like to read out the new living translation version. You can read whatever version you want. It says those, that's what it starts, but I always insert all my names. So Lakeisha, Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, and Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayden, and Casey, Janie, and Derek, Rick, Ashley, Alana, Belisa, Derek, DeQuindre, Cecily, Marquise, all my nieces and nephews, every component of LMJ Ministries, all of LMJ Ministries staff, LMJ Ministries prayer team, their children, their families, my covenant partners, you guys that are on the devotion of the United States of America, the city of Little Rock, the state of Arkansas, every city, every state, every nation and world who live in the shelter of the Most High. Right now, I want to stand in the gap for the city of New York. My God, this crisis in New York needs to end today in Jesus' name. We'll find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises 
are your armor. Do not be afraid of the terror at night, nor the arrow that flies in day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, just these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with your hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's stand together and pray. Father God, we thank you for your devotional today. We thank you for the word on today. We thank you that the promises of God are yes and amen. And Father God, right now we stand in the gap for healthy lungs, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that the bronchioles and the bronchi and every fiber and every tissue in our lungs and those that are struggling to breathe right now are operating and performing into perfection. We cancel, the, in the name of Jesus, we cancel the assignment of pulmonary hypertension, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we cancel the assignment of um COPD right now, Father God. In the name of Jesus, we cancel the assignment of bronchitis, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we cancel the assignment of asthma right now. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father God, for lungs that are operating in, in full capacity. Lungs that can breathe, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for opening up airways Right now, their bronchi are no longer restricted, Lord God. We thank you. You are opening up passageways. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that they are able to breathe clearly, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that your blood and your word is the, the, the resuscitation, Lord God. It is the breathing apparatus that we need. So we take authority, Father God, over the assignment, over the lungs, over flu, over pneumonia, over corona, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that there is no more restriction. We bind restriction in the lungs right now, right now. We bind restriction in the lungs right now back to the gates of hell from which it came. We thank you, Lord God. You are working through the lungs, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that the lungs are not dead, that they are being revived right now in the name of Jesus, that coronavirus will not prevail, Lord God, that they can bring clear, breathe clearly, Father, that they can breathe clearly right now in Jesus' name. Asthma, you must go in the name of Jesus. We cancel the assignment of asthma right now, Lord God. We thank you that their lungs are but breathing clearly. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, and we stand in the gap right now in the name of Jesus, Father God, for acid reflux, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for healthy immune systems, Lord God. And Father God, I want to stand in the gap for every single mother that's on this devotional, every single mother that we know, every mom, but specifically for the single moms. It is not an easy job, Father God. So we just give ask that you give them hope today, Lord God. We bind their mind to the mind of Christ. We bind their will to the will of God. We thank you, Lord God, that their help is coming today, that they're feeling the strength, Lord God, that you are providing for them, that you're giving them the grace that they need 
need, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Provision, protection is in place, Lord God, that they have stamina, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that they are not frustrated in this season, Lord God, but that they see you, that they feel you, Lord God. I lift up holy hands, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God for supplying all their needs, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, right now that you are quickening them, that you are giving them um, just grace for this season, Lord God. We thank you that they have support in this season, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that their employers honor them as single moms, Lord God, that they employ their employers bless them and keep them encouraged, Lord God. And as they're having to work at home and balance family, Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, that there is a grace and a peace and anointing on their life for this, them in this season. Bless all our single moms, Lord God. Lift them up. Give them strength, Lord God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, give them strength, Lord God. Bless them, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for them. We thank you for their courage to continue to move on. We thank you, Father God, for the courage that they have to continue to lead their households, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, right now that you strengthen all our single moms. We lift them up to you right now. We thank you, Father God, that you're giving them the resources they need in this season, Father God, and that they are trusting you like never before. And all our mothers, that are all our mothers are being strengthened, all our wives are being strengthened. We thank you for strengthening our single moms in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, remember I told you guys yesterday, um, I just need, I, I just, I'm feeling y'all. I, I just strength, I'm just strength and grace. Remember yesterday I told you that, um, I, um, um, that, that we are, um, we are here. We, we, we are, um, we have Meredith. We've been covering you guys. We've been covering New York in the blood of Jesus. We've been covering everybody in New York affected by this disease. We are standing steadfast, um, for all of you healthcare workers, that there is a hedge of protections, that, that there are angels in the hospital, that God's blood and the blood of Jesus is all over you. We have been standing in the gap. We are standing steadfast that y'all be encouraged today, um, that y'all, the mind of Christ be in y'all and that God is with you everywhere you go. We are pleading the blood of Jesus over the janitors over the secretaries that still have to go to work, over the medical assistants, on every, over every person connected, over the city officials, people who still have to take up the trash. We know that you guys are in a crisis in New York, but there is nothing, there is nothing bigger than the blood. So we plead the blood of Jesus over every hospital. We thank you that the resources will come. We know that the comforter came this week and they'll be able to have a thousand additional beds. So we just thank you that you guys are strengthened today in Christ Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over you and that no weapon formed against you. We thank you that we are, you are in remembrance and we just thank that Lord is working and working on your behalf and rectifying this. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for all the social workers that work right now in the name of Jesus. We just stand in the gap for that right now in Jesus name. There is no greater name than Jesus. There is no greater name than Jesus. So we thank you, Lord God, that he is on the scene. We thank you. We thank you. We have, I have, I have my heart has been for New York for the past few days. Um, every time I think of New York, I am overwhelmed with tears um, for New York. There's a lot going on in New York. I'm, I'm overwhelmed for the nation. But right now, my heart is for New York. 
And I've just been lifting you guys up every time I think of you. I am calling out New York City. I am calling out the state of New York because I know you are in a crisis. But there is no crisis that God can't get us through. There is nothing more than the blood of Jesus. And we just plead the blood of Jesus over you. Yep, for anybody that's still having to work, Amazon, all of them, we've been taking authority over you. We've been standing in the gap. And we are believing God for your turnaround and your breakthrough today. Today, 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 because it is not in our own strength. And we stand in the gap for you and everybody. Just we stand for you and stand strong for you in Jesus name. Amen. We just thank you that there is a hedge of protection, that there are angels outside the hospital room warring on your behalf in the morgues everywhere. We thank you. We need lift up the funeral homes right now. Um, I They have a strange burden right now. Funeral homes are overloaded right now in New York. Um, and so it's just put them in very strange situations. And so we thank you. But we also believe that the scales are being removed off of our eyes. Even though the situation is very serious, that hope is in place. And we take that by faith in Jesus' name. Like we think, take that by faith in Jesus name. We take that by faith in Jesus name. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. I want to get into the word today. We're studying the scripture, but I want to encourage you to live in faith and to keep the faith. Um, this is my something for Jesus to do book. I call it my abundant supply book. And this is my something, something Jackie, we're in, in agreement with you for your son. Um, so this is for, for his healing. We stand in faith and agreement with you, woman of God, in Jesus' name, amen. And so this is my something for Jesus to do book. Um, I record seeds I sow. I record blessings that I get in this book. But this book is always brings me in remembrance of God's promises. Um, I write specific prayers in this book when I need to see God move. And I pull it out and I read it to myself and I read it to father and I just remember to thank God for the things that I've written in this book. This book keeps me full of hope. I, I needed to pull it out today because I have some things that I need to see God do for you and your lives, right? And so I just want to encourage you to be encouraged today. Get you a little journal, get you a book, keep dreaming. Don't let this thing stop you from dreaming. The assignment of this um, is to make you think you're not going to come out of this, that you're not going to be hopeful, that you're not going to continue to dream, that you're not going to continue to be hopeful, that you're not going to keep seeking God and believing God has a future for you. That's what anxiety, fear, and worry are sent to do. So I want you to pull out your book. I want you to keep dreaming. I want to thank all of you that have registered for Pillow Talk. I think um, besides a few scholarships, I think registration is completely sold out and closed. I think I got the last registration last night. And so if you want to attend a political talk online, I got a few more spaces for scholarships, a few, few places where we always sow into people. Um, and if you've never attended Pillow Talk, it's April the 17th. It's completely online. It's an amazing experience with God. I've never left a Pillow Talk and not been better for myself. But you've got to send an email to info at justbeinglmj.com. And um, the, I don't, the, I don't, I used to make those decisions, but my heart is too partial. So I don't make those decisions. Um, Jess will, or who will make those decisions, she'll pray. So send the pill, send the email. And what we'll do is we'll give you a scholarship for Pillow Talk. It's online. You got to be able to video chat. You got to be able to video chat. 
Um, you got to be able to pajamas. We don't come with makeup and stuff on. We're in our pajamas and we just go do the work on ourselves. And when I tell you that Pillow Talk will change your life, I'm telling you Pillow Talk will change your life. It ain't got nothing to do with LMJ. It got everything to do with Jesus. It has everything to do with Jesus. So if you want that opportunity, send an email info at justbeinglmj.com. We'll make some decisions on who will get those scholarships and we will bless you. And thank you for all of those that are registered. We'll be sending out your journal and your goodies so that you can have your journal. You're going to need your journal for Pillow Talk. And this is a custom journal um, created by the artist, Teresa Cates. She designed this journal for me. It's got blank guts. It's just how I like to journal. And so you'll be getting your journal. Um, we'll be getting your journal out to you and your other little goodies for Pillow Talk. That's April the 17th. Um, and some of you may, we're going to do another one soon, but we needed to get this one. This is what the Lord said. So make sure Paula, we have messaged you and emailed you. We have messaged you and emailed you. So check your email. We have emailed you and messaged you, Paula. Um, a couple of things we've been emailing you and messaging you since yesterday. So let's get in the word. Thank you to those of you that were on Bible study last night. Bible study was like a college session. It was real grown. It was real, real grown. It was real grown. So thank you to all of you for Bible study last night. It was a real grown college session. If you've never attended our Bible study, we welcome you and we want you to um, attend Bible study with us. Also, um, Friday, if we are, if we're reading through the book, if that is a special group coffee and conversations, daily devotional, that's from 12 to 1230. And so if you want to be a part of if we ask that you join us on Facebook. It's also online on our website. And we are just in a position and a place where we are um, we're learning more about purpose and who we are. And I'm excited. If you have not seen our devotional for kids, go to the website, click on impact. The boys and I have been sharing some of our family devotional time. So there's a devotional on there where I read to the babies. Judah and I have a devotional for kids 7 through 12. And then Josiah and I have a devotional for teens. Uh, we emailed you also, Paula, so thank you. Um, so, so, so just get connected. So let's get into the word today. Um, we started something yesterday and we are talking about approaching God with care. And I need to give you a scripture to meditate on um, in Philippians because you're going to need the mind of Christ for what happens next. I hear you, Holy Spirit. You're going to need the mind of Christ for what happens next. Lord, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength and you are my redeemer. You're going to need the mind of Christ. I'm just going to be honest with you. You're going to need the mind of Christ for what happens next. You're going to need to be girded with truth. You're going to need to operate in a level of maturity that you can't gain on your own. And it only comes from the wisdom of God and spending time with God and making a decision. You know what? I'm going to grow up, right? Like you have to make the decision that I'm going to grow up no matter what. I'm going to grow up no matter how much it hurts. I'm going to grow up no matter how bad um, I see myself. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to make a decision. Can somebody say that, that I'm going to grow up, Lakeisha? 
I'm going to make a decision that I'm going to grow up. I need to grow up a little bit more. I need to know more about what the word says. But the only way that you're going to be able to grow at the capacity that you need to grow at God's speed and God's rate for you is through his grace, through his mercy. And that comes through Christ Jesus. That's why we got to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But it also comes at having the mind of Christ. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to grow up and do the things that God is calling me to do. I'm going to become a mature person. But the way that I'm going to become a mature person and um, is, is through the things of Christ and understanding and becoming familiar with the character of God and understanding more about who God is. You will be surprised at the Emma true places that we have in Christ Jesus. I'm just being honest. You would be surprised at yourself. The more time that I spend time in the word, I'm like, I need to grow up still. <laughs> like I need to grow up. I need to gain more understanding of who God is. I need to become more familiar with God's character. I need to understand the God that we serve and that we talk about and that we share. And I need to understand more who he is in my life. And so, so Philippians 2, 5 and 11 is kind of the overture for this. There's some things in this we need to, need to understand and so 2 5 and 11 says um let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus who though he was in the form of God as something to be exploited but emptied himself so that's a key point he emptied himself that meant he will not he was not full of himself right if you're you empty yourself come on holy spirit you're not full of yourself you're not full of you remember we 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 read as you enter the house of god keep your ears open and your mouth shut Oh, thank you, Lord, for my vocal cords. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. He was bruised for my iniquities and chastised for my peace. I will bless the Lord at all. Woo! Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. My gosh, they so strong and clear. It says, who, through, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness and being found in human form. He humbled himself. So what did he do? He emptied himself. My God, he emptied himself. That's what he did first. So we got to empty ourselves. What does it mean that I empty, empty ourselves? When I empty myself, I'm not full of pride. When I empty myself, I come before God acting as if I know absolutely nothing, <laughs> right? Every time I come to the devotional, every time I come in my time before God, I'm emptying myself out. I'm emptying myself out. I'm coming as an empty vessel. I'm not coming before God as if I know absolutely everything. That's not what I'm doing. Doing. I'm not coming before the teachers. I'm not coming before the pastors. I'm not coming before God, assuming that I already know God, that I understand God, that I've perfected this thing out. No, I'm emptying myself. I'm coming before God and I'm going to empty myself. He said, I'm taking on the form of a slave, right? Meaning I'm a bond servant to God. I'm not, I'm taking on the form of the slave. And even though he was being found in human form, he humbled myself. That means when I come before God, if I'm going to operate in the mind of Christ. I'm coming before God 
humbled. I'm not coming before God as if I'm this ultimate prayer warrior or as if I'm this, I'm all that. I'm coming before God, understanding that God, I need you. God, I need you. I need your grace. I need your mercy. I need your love. I'm not coming. The only thing that I'm coming before God knowing is that he is my father, that he's chosen me, that he's redeemed me and that Jesus Christ died for my sins and that I need the Holy Spirit. That's the only assertions you need before you come before God. So he humbled himself. And then it says, and he became obedient to the, the, to the point of death. He became obedient to the point of death. So the mind of Christ is empty. It's humble. My God, I thank you for fresh revelation. I did not know we were going in this direction and it's obedient and it's obedient to the point of death. Even on the cross, I'm going to obey you to the point that I die to myself. I'm going to kill Lakeisha. I'm going to kill Lakeisha out. I'm going to snuff her out. I'm going to snuff this pluck puff out. Remember, Paul said, I die daily. I die daily. Every time I get up, I got to crucify this flesh. I'm going to crucify. So he became obedient. I'm going to obey you to the point that I die to myself. That's, that's the only way that I'm going to be able to operate and be in the mind of Christ. And then it says what God does next. Therefore, God highly exalted him, gave him the name that's above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But in order for us to operate in the mind of Christ, we've got to make sure, and it's funny because... I won't use the word that I use. I just always say I'm sold out to God. I'm sold out to his glory. I'm sold out to, to the gospel. And so we got to be willing to be exploited. We got to be okay with not being shame of who God is. We got to be okay with not saying we have enough or that we know enough or that we are in any a position or place where we're exalting ourselves more than we are exalting God. And so we're not, he didn't regard himself in equality. And I think that's been a lot of our problems when we get into Ecclesiastes 5, because remember Solomon is coming to the place where he's understanding. Remember Solomon wrote this and he's coming to the place that he understands that it's better to obey God. It's better to re revere God. And that if anyone knows the meaning of life, if anyone knows what's happening right now, if anyone knows what's going on, then he came to the place that, you know what? Everything is about God. And it is God that we find our true contentment. So if I'm going to find my true contentment in God, come on now. If I'm going to find my true contentment in God, then the way that I'm going to have to do it is I'm going to have to do it with the mind of Christ. And so I'm going to have to, how do I do this in the mind of Christ? I'm going to have to renew my mind in Christ daily. I'm going to have to renew my mind in the word daily. I'm going to have to eat on this word. I'm going to have to spend God time with prayer and I'm going to have to humble myself. Sometimes when we get a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of information, we're really not humble. I'm going to have to learn how to submit to my elders and leaders. Sometimes when we're before the women and men of God, we always want to assert and show them what we know. When really we need to humble ourselves and listen to the wisdom that are that is coming out of our their mouths because there's something in it. That's another level of humility. So as we chew on this this week and probably into next week, understanding how we approach God, we've got to come back and go back and say what 
We got to empty ourselves. This all I'm giving you to chew on today. That's a lie. You need to be asking yourself, am I really emptying myself out before God daily? Or am I coming to God with all kinds of prayers, all kinds of requests, all kinds of saying, am I coming to God exalting myself? And then the next thing I got to do is be like a slave in human form. I got to humble myself under the mighty hand of God. Like, and can I tell you something? Because people will pray, Lord, humble me. Don't pray that. Don't pray that God humble you. What you got to begin to pray and ask that you humble you. You need to humble, humble yourself. Go low. Go low. Go low. Humble yourself. You make a decision to operate in humility. You make a decision to not exalt your thinking before God. You make a decision to put yourself in the mind of the Christ. That is another measure of self-control. And how we learn that self-control is by spending more time in God's character and word and letting the word let letting the word work up, root out, and take things up out of us. See, when the word starts working in you, it's almost like a um, weed killer. That's a good way to work. The word is like weed killer and it gets inside of you and then it begins to work the things outside of you. Like they, they need to work the things outside of you. And so as the word begins to work in you, then it begins to work those things outside, outside of you. It gets to begins to pull pull those things up, right? To be, It begins to pull those things up. And so we got to begin to humble ourselves and how we humble ourselves before God is saying, God, I know absolutely nothing and you know everything. Like I know God, I know absolutely nothing and you know absolutely everything. You know absolutely everything. And so Lord God, I just thank you for giving us the wisdom today of what the mind of Christ is and that we humble ourselves before you. And then the next thing is that I obey you, that I do not justify why I shouldn't obey you. Why am I not obedient to the Lord? The only way that I'm not, the only reason I'm not obedient to the Lord is because I consider myself, I consider my ways, I consider my thoughts to be higher to his. That's the only reason that can I t that's that's the only reason the word becomes difficult for you is because you think you know better for yourself or are you dealing with a stronghold and if you're dealing with a stronghold that takes another sacrifice right that takes another bound down that takes another that that takes another decision that takes some work on your behalf but the only reason you have a hard time obeying the holy spirit or obeying god is because you think you know better for yourself than god you do, you do, you you do. And that's why we go to him with a lot of words instead of going before him, being more quiet, spending time, more time listening to him. So take this, the mind of Christ, what we chewing on. And as we begin to move forth, because I'm telling you, and I'm just, I'm telling you this by the spirit of the Lord for what's about to happen next in this next season, you're going to need the mind of Christ to gird you through truth. You're going to need the mind of Christ um, to operate in your new season and the next season. You're going you're gonna to need a deeper level, deeper revelation. You're going to have to be really, truly humble. You're going to have to really obey God. And you're really going to have to be empty every time you come before God so that you can experience the presence of God and receive the, receive the wisdom. Some of us are um, spiritually emotional and emotional sorry lord thank you lord some of us are emotional just emotionally all over the place and we don't even realize we're emotionally all over the place and so when we're emotionally all over the place 
we are more moved by emotional things in God versus concrete word and solid things. And so quiet time or um, uh, being before God quiet, spending more time quiet because most of us talk too much anyway, is difficult for us. And so we go to God rambling and talking when we really need to be going before God, spending more time quiet. And it goes back to Ecclesiastes 5 and 1, as you enter the house of God, keep your ears open and your mouth shut. Keep your ears open and your mouth shut. Keep your ears open in this next season. Remember, one of the things I pray for you is your scale be off, the, off your eyes. Ephesians 15 through 21, open the eyes of their understanding to the hope and call of who you call them to be in Christ Jesus. Right? So, so you can be who to be who you are in Christ Jesus, right? So you can become who you are. Give them eyes to see, give them ears to hear. Lord God, the hardened places of the heart. Because when we won't, when we don't let the word work, or when we won't apply the word, when we walk in unforgiveness and all of those other things, it's because we have hardened places in our heart. Any place that the word doesn't take root is a hardened place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Even every place that the word doesn't take root is a hardened place. That's a hardened place. If the word is not taking root, if you've been sitting in the word, you've been in the word all your life, but you still mean, that's a hardened place. If you've been in the word all your life and you still talk too much, that's a hardened place. That's a place you're not letting the word take root in that place. And so that's a hardened place. And that's because you've exalted yourself before God and you think you know more about your life, your character, your being, how you were made, how you were created and your purpose. You can I tell you something? I thought I was a certain way. Let me give you all my own testimony. I thought I was this chick, bowdy, bowdy, rowdy, rowdy in a certain kind of way. Um, I had to tell it like it is. That was just my character. That's just who I was. Um, I thought that was my makeup. And then when I accept, really accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and I began to spend more and more time in my word. Now, I, I, I got something for Satan. I do. I, I, don't, I don't bow to him. I don't have time for him. I ain't, I ain't weak when it comes to him because I serve a strong Jesus, right? But when it comes to people... Um, the more time I spend in my word, the more um, soft I find I am <laughs> and a crybaby and compassionate and loving and kind and considerate and thoughtful. I'm gangster, but I ain't that gangster. <laughs> I'm gangster, but I thought I was that gangster. Like I thought I was gangster. Now, I, I, my personality serves notices in places. It does it when it needs to. And I am very strong, but I am strong when I have to be. But when the, and, and here's the thing. I don't have to front and I don't have to take on personalities and characteristics and traits anymore that are not a part of me. I'm okay with being soft. I'm okay with being supple. I'm okay with gentle. I'm okay with being loving. I'm okay with being kind. I'm okay. That's not weakness. I'm okay with all of those things. The, the character of me that I thought I used to have to be was not really me. It was hard in places in my heart. And because I wasn't open and pliable in that area. Well, God know me. This is just how I am. You really don't know how you are until you start spending more time in Christ, 
until you start spending more time in your word, until you get more familiar with God, you really don't know if that's your personality or not. One of my babies on here that's a part of my prayer team probably never thought God would consider her to be a prayer warrior, but she is, right? And so when you spend more time with God, he begins to develop your character and who you thought you were probably is not even who you are. Mm-mm. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm telling you, I, I was a, I'm a rider. I rode through some things. I used to be a rider. Now my riding looks different. If you come to me, we going to pray about it. If you come to me, we going to consider the word first. If we come to me, you're going to consider the situations. I got some steps that I walk to. I don't rise up in my flesh like I used to. And the only reason that's different for me now is because the word began to develop my character and it used to sh it show me the things that were not even a part of my personality that were not even a part of my character you're stronger than you know you are you're stronger than you know that you stronger than you know my total confidence in christ jesus like my total confidence is in my face before the lord my total confidence is that it's not in my own strength but that's where my total confidence lies that it is not in lakeisha so when you see me you're not seeing god and if you really really let him change you you'll think different you'll worry less you'll eat less and you'll do things differently right we'll do the, you'll do things differently right and i I just yeah yeah and it just I do things I do things differently and it's because I got formed but I was not that chick I was not woo woo I'm all tatted up like I was not that chick like I'm I'm all tatted up like I just had a different space and zone and I really thought that's who I was like I thought that was and so when people see me they're like oh my gosh you're so strong but if you get to know me all my people will tell you I'm so soft <laughs> My sons crack jokes on me all the time. When I raise up in here, I'm like, I'm about to get y'all. And then they start laughing. And I'm like, what are y'all laughing at? And they're like, you can't even take your own self serious right now. And I discipline them and they yield to me and they honor me in so many ways. But I ain't even that gangster. Like everybody else knows she too compassionate. She too loving. She kind. But I was not that chick. If you met the old me. If you met the old me, right? If you met the old me, you'll be like, but the only way I became this way was through Christ Jesus. I promise that the only way I became this way is through Christ Jesus. I, I had a whole different personality. I had a whole different character trait. I have all, I had a whole different. And so the reform, when I reform me is because the word of God been working stuff out of me. And I still got some places to be worked on. Jesus, I do. I still got some things. I had a temper and sometimes that temper likes to come up and I have to submit that temper down to God. It's like, no, I have to bite my tongue. Sometimes I bite the inside of my cheeks and say, humble yourself, Lakeisha, right? Humble yourself so you can grow in grace. So I already extended Jesus Christ to you. I'm getting ready to pray. I need to pray us out. I need to pray a blessing over, over us. Um, I already extended Jesus Christ to those to to those in Christ Jesus. I've already done that. Um, if you are not here, go back and get some of the devotional. So I want to pray a blessing over to you. And I want to extend you one more I want to extend you one more opportunity. I want to extend you the opportunity to partner with this ministry. We got some really good things going on behind the scenes. We are serving the poor. We are laying hands on the sick. And we want to get the gospel down. The goal is to have this devotional, to have this ministry all throughout 
the world, like all throughout the world. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is if you partner with us. How do you partner with us? By sending a seed into the ministry, by praying for God to bless us. We love prayers. If you will partner with us and pray, pray and we thank you, receive you. We are 501c3 ministry. Uh, we are a full service ministry and we would love for you to consider becoming a monthly partner with us. We just love y'all so much and daddy God loves you. Let me put, let's pray over this devotional. Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord God, that we will not be hindered by our own minds, but we will have the mind of Christ. Show us the places we are not empty. Show us the places we are not humble and show us the places in which we have not been obedient. My God, Father God, burn up the chaff in us, Lord God. Let us be anchored in your word. Let us become anchored in your truth, Lord God. Father God, Jesus, give us your holiness. Holy Spirit, do a greater work in us. We need the mind of Christ in this next season, Lord God. And the only way that we're going to gain it is through understanding of who you are. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. Come help with us. Lord God, show us your glory. Show us your glory. Give us hope. Give us your faith. Give us your love, Lord God. We thank you for all you called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let me, let me just declare that today you are blessed. My God, can you receive that by faith for me? Today you are blessed. Today you are blessed. Today you are blessed. Say that all day long. Today you are blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Today I am blessed. Today you are blessed. And I declare that the promises of God are yes and amen because that's according to his word. Today you are blessed and you are blessed because Jesus said so in Jesus' name. Jesus, Lord God, open up a window of blessing and pour it out on them. Pour it out on your people. Today you are blessed. I declare blessings over you today. I declare blessings over you today. Today you are blessed and every day you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Guess what? I'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Invite someone else in. Invite someone else. Can you do me a favor? Can you quote this out your mouth for me? Say, restore her, Lord. I need the Lord to restore me today. So can you do that for me? Lord, restore her right now in Jesus' name. Can you just pray for God? Restore, restore Lakeisha today. Restore her, Father God. Restore everything that she's poured out this week so far. Just pray that God restores me today. And I will see, I'll see you back in the morning at 5 a.m. Don't forget. Don't forget. It is, don't forget that if you want to attend Philip Pillow Talk, we still got some scholarships. Send an email to info at justbeinglmj.com and I'll see y'all in the morning. I love y'all so, so, so much. But more than anything, God loves you too. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.